Hey, hey guys, welcome back to Tiffany Tune Up. I need to work on a um, theme song for the show. Like, I need a an intro. I work on it. <laughs> I need I need time uh, to think about it. And um, actually, I don't. Um, well, you know what? We're so I got the name Tiffany Tune Up from um, my dad um, when I was little. He used to basically accuse me of being super dramatic. And those of you who agree, I don't want to hear about it. But when I was younger, um, super dramatic, super emotional. And when I didn't get my way, he would say that I would tune up. Or, you know, if I felt like I wasn't being, you know, attended to properly. And you know what? I'm fine with that. And he had a whole song that went along with it. And I'll never forget it. And so that um, is what made me pick the name for the show in the first place. Um, cause I just thought it was awesome and thought it was in theme with, um, you know, the show as in tune up, listen up. I have things to say apparently. And I've been saying them since a wee, uh, gal. So shout out to my dad, um, for the show name. Anywho, uh, again, welcome back. It is, uh, the weekend I am using this opportunity to record you know as I am um, am probably be going hard, going to be going hard in the paint at work um, the next few weeks I I don't know um, how I think I'm about to finance all these trips that I'm going on in my head um, one of them being the uh, ASCAP convention that's a convention uh, or expo for songwriters producers musicians um, with, if you're in the music community, you're either registered under ASCAP or BMI. Um, those are the two major um, companies that make sure you get your royalties, where you publish your things. Um, if you're a writer, or producer, whatever your tracks, those are the companies that protect your workings. And so, um, currently a member of BMI, I remember registering when I was in a girl group have been in several hundred girl groups, but um, the last one I was in, um, we registered as a group, but we also registered as individuals. Um, And so I've been hearing mixed reviews about BMI versus ASCAP. Um, And so if you have any um, information for me or any uh, thoughts for me concerning that you are uh, active, a writer, musician, producer, whatever, and you are a member of either of those organizations, please hit me up, um, tiffanytuneup at gmail.com, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-T-U-N-E-U-P at gmail.com, and let me know your reasonings for being with one versus the other. I could really use your help with that. Um, That being said, Mercury Retrograde is in full effect still. It'll be going on until March 28th. And so I hope you all are laying low and drinking your water and minding your business and doing all the things to um, be safe and keep your spirits grounded um, during this time of uh, sorrow. (laughs) And then there's a shadow period after that. So... I would advise that you try not to make too many major decisions during this time. Major purchases, anything of that nature, you know, just want to be careful and be aware, um, you know, of your dealings during this time. Um, That being said, let's see. Weekend recap. 
for you guys. I am um, definitely getting this uh, podcast recording in a little bit earlier than I normally do uh, because, yeah, I'm going to try to really, really uh, get into it. Uh, with these with my work schedule so I won't be able to record during the week like I normally do um shout out to my friends who are also and always fussing at me uh, about recording on the weekend anyway because that's when I'm most available uh to do so that being said this weekend Friday I got coerced the bamboozled whatever you want to call it into working a double shift so Friday was a wash for me came home and there was no productivity to be had um that was a shower go to bed situation I don't even think I ate dinner because I think I ate at work and that was just fine with me um and then yesterday um I got a chance to celebrate my aunt this is my dad's sister um, she turned 60, and when I tell y'all, she don't look nobody 60. And I know people love to say black don't crack, but sincerely, it does not. It may age, it may wrinkle slightly, but crack, it does not. And um, wow, she looked amazing, uh, just beautiful. The the uh, party was beautiful. Her uh, two daughters and her son-in-law uh, very instrumental in uh, pulling everything together. So, uh, shout out to my cousins who celebrated their mother in that way um, to see everyone kind of gather and give her her flowers. It was very beautiful. It was lovely to be there and to be with my cousins and um, really just celebrate her. Um, and then to the second uh, portion of my evening, also went to a second 60th birthday party of. Uh, a friend of the family whom we all knew as well. So we celebrated my aunt. And then some of us went on to the other party. And we kind of obviously got there a little late because we were celebrating our aunt. Um, and it's funny because she wasn't missing a beat either, Miss Jocelyn. So shout out to um, her daughters and her son-in-laws and everybody who had a hand in her party as well. I think it's funny because both of the parties were silver and, and navy blue. So I don't know if that's like the customary 60-year-old uh, birthday party colors or if that was just a coincidence. But let me tell y'all something. So my auntie's affair was at a, a banquet hall and, um, you know, catered and all the things and, um, just very, very elegant, very, um, the dessert table, like everything you would expect at that type of function. Right. Um, I wouldn't say it was Sadidi at all. I would just say it was very, um, well put together and it was very classy. We had our little turn up moments, you know, um, uh, my uh, cousin-in-law definitely made sure he slipped some of the um, <laughs> some of the uh, new school songs in there um, and editing them as best he could because my auntie don't play them games with the curse words and all that. And um, so there's that. And then, but the second function we went to, same type of setup. So same, um, you know, tables and decor and you know, Jocelyn, uh, Mama Jocelyn was dressed, you know, very beautifully. Don't look at 60 in the least, baby. When I tell y'all, I miss a lot of it, but I heard she had a live band. Um, food was 
catered but in a different way I think it was catered by like friends and family so same setup but a little more um hood and I think I can say that because we de- she definitely from the hood we definitely from the hood a little more hood and baby still the same good time it just hilarious like auntie's party was open bar this party also open bar except for it was like okay my daughter doing the drinks definitely they gonna taste like uh antifreeze but it's cool it's gonna hit your chest you really gonna be questioning your life um but go ahead and have a drink (laughs) it was crazy and miss jocelyn i missed her walking out when they introduced her but baby when i tell y'all i saw a video of it today or her daughter was recording and when i tell y'all she walked out she like she walked out to she like her ass tooted up and her face down listen let me tell y'all something right now friends and family she did not miss a beat and was dropping it when i turned 60 for those of you who love me and are still a part of my life because y'all be dropping like flies and um uh, y'all ain't got nothing to do with that <laughs> universe do what it want and tell me where to move stick and move but the people who will still be around listen I need y'all to combine the two. Like, combine the two. I need class and wretch. I need a Cratchit 60th birthday shindig. So I need all the elegance and all the turn up together. If y'all can make that happen for me, I greatly appreciate it. If you don't, I'm going to make it happen for myself. And you are invited. Um, so I just really, it was really, really nice to see them. Um really just enjoying themselves and their children celebrating them in that way i just thought it was really really nice and um you know anytime you can be in this world uh as a a person of color and and go through some of the things that both of those women have gone through um childbirth and just just life in general and you can make it to 60 as a person of color you have things to celebrate so I really enjoyed um, being able to do that with them and today uh, today is Sunday you know what y'all Sunday be a struggle for me like most Sundays if I don't have something planned and especially if it doesn't involve brunch if I don't already have plans anything that involves me like leaving the house getting out the bed all of that on the Sunday especially because I work the way I work it's really tough to get me out. I really have to like you. And even if I do, like I said, I'm the queen. I saw something on Facebook uh, yesterday or the other day, and it was like, um, I would much rather send you $20 or cash up you $20 than like come to your event, like spend gas money to get there, then still got to buy a gift. Then, you know, if there are drinks involved, got to buy drinks, got to buy food, got to listen here. Okay my little 20 30 40 whatever it is i decide to send you through cash app would be much more better used than me coming somewhere that i don't want to come or where i want to be and i just was like oh that meme spoke to my spirit because i will not come to your function real quick and text you like what's your cash app <laughs> because i just whoo i'll be listen y'all i know i know and that's why i try not to rsvp for things if i know i'm not coming but if i do RSVP for something and I don't show up just know that my cash app will not be cheap it will not be frugal it will be nice but I'm not coming and I still love you and don't be mad at me okay I just yeah I struggle I do so 
Like, for example, them ladies was getting it yesterday, and 60 where? 60 who? So, I'm paying for it today. My legs, my joints. I probably should have icy hot it on down. I did not. So, I'm definitely shuffling through my house today, trying to get it together. But, good news is, I'm feeling all right. You know, emotionally, I'm all right. Um, Got up you know, surprise myself. I got up and took a shower like I was going somewhere. That never happens unless I'm actually going somewhere on a Sunday or even on a Saturday. Like, if I don't have no plans, baby, you can catch me in pajamas for the most of the day. Um, So, because I don't have a reason. I'm grown. I pay the bills. Nobody else is here. I'm not offending anyone. I don't have any pets. Uh, no children or a spouse to offend so it's all me and I'm fine with that and um, everyone else should be as well so but I got up showered uh, cooked myself breakfast y'all have been obsessing for I don't know the past week about this cinnamon raisin toast I don't know what it is about cinnamon raisin toast that is so delicious but I love it and I call myself wanting to make cinnamon raisin french toast which I did last weekend but the get you gotcha was the milk was expired guess who wasn't going to the store me and it's sad because I literally live in walking distance of a grocery store really like two I could walk if the weather is good to one of them and the other one is literally next door and I still was not leaving my house because no. So that French toast turned into regular ass toast real quick. And so did that, um, had my coffee, had some orange juice, all the things. Um, and it's been a decent Sunday, just very quiet. Um, really just catching up on things, staying, uh, active, uh, with, we're trying to stay on target with my goals uh, concerning the writing and what I, you know, kind of shared with you guys last week and me trying to be very um, diligent about getting to the next level in those things in which I really, really want to do with my life and not being stuck in working, you know, uh, well, I don't work a traditional nine to five, but you guys know what I'm saying. Really attaching myself to my dreams and attaching myself to my goals and being very serious and diligent about it. And y'all would be really proud because since, you know, the meeting with the young lady, um, I had, uh, Antea, <laughs> um, I have really been actively working on it, y'all. Like I've been reaching out to friends. Uh, musicians, producers, calling, ASCAP and BMI, seeing which one I would, because I really took, y'all, honestly, I signed up, huh, I think I signed up for BMI in 2004, and so I, I hadn't actively put any works with them, I just did it as a protective measure, um, as a writer, because we were writing in the girl group I was in, but we never really made it far enough to like produce an album or get an album out. But just as writers, we wanted to protect our things, but it never really got to that point. So I really forgot who I was registered with. And so I was calling around and come to find out I'm registered under BMI. So I've been making moves and writing and doing things. So I'm very grateful that, um, inspiration is coming um the beats are coming songs are coming um yesterday you know i made part of my sunday dinner so that's great i'm working on the other half as we speak so if y'all hear me shuffling around i'm just trying not to burn the veggies okay so don't judge me um because i'm multitasking and i hope i'm doing a decent job of it and um and then the rest of my night is gonna be 
really just getting ready for the work week, just trying to prepare my mind and my heart whew, for that early morning Monday uh, when I have to be at work at 6 a.m. So I have to be up at like 4 at the latest 5, and it is really a struggle, y'all. So pray for your girl because this is a daily thing um, that happens uh, so that I can support myself and my you know, family indirectly. So, that being said, so many things to touch on, y'all. So much tea we need to get into. And, um, you know, recently, some of my friends have added me to a group chat. And I've actually never been a part of, like, a, um, like, an active group chat unless it was, like, for a purpose. So, like, oh, we're going on a cruise. We need to keep everybody informed. Here's a group chat. Or, oh, we're going on a trip. Here's a group chat or, oh, my sister's getting married and I'm the maid of honor. I have to be in the group chat, but never just like somebody like, oh, let's just start a group chat for fun. Um, and so recently a couple of my homies started one and it's going hilariously well. I just, I feel so free in the group chat, but it's funny because somehow very quickly our group chat has turned into playing Uno online and I'm like, okay (laughs) like first of all I was frustrated because I didn't know what the hell was going on um and how to play it I don't know why I thought it was so difficult but when they started playing I was at work and so I didn't really have time to figure out what the hell was going on and I just thought it was a bunch of spam but then I was like oh this is really happening and so I would say now 75% of our group chat is uno and then like 25% of it is tea and so You guys are hilarious. Um, Thanks so much for adding that piece of joy to my life. Um, So there's that. Uh, Moving forward, so I have an update for y'all. And when I tell y'all I cannot make this shit up, I I think it would probably be best for me to move. (laughs) <laughs> out of Michigan um, because I the, the the things that keep happening concerning my dating life y'all the trash um, so last week's episode I mentioned about um, you know me and my homegirl we met the same guy on Bumble We I went on one date she went on a date I went further than a date um, she did not and, uh, you know, I decided, well, we mutually decided not to talk to him no more. I'm not sure if she's still talking to him, but I'm not. But also in that episode, I mentioned um, another date or lack thereof that I went on with a musician. He invited me to his show, yada, 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 right? So I'm talking to one of my completely different homegirls. It's a whole other homegirl, okay? Um, and we were catching up on some stuff. And... I was, you know, catching her up on my love life. I mentioned the show to her and the guy to her, the musician guy or whatever. And lo and fucking behold, don't y'all know they dated? Not only did they date, but this man lived with her for a while. Like they were living together. They were living together. Yeah. I can't, I can't make this stuff up. And I was like, what girl? And so I was like, oh my goodness. Like, And I noticed that he, her and him were friends on social media. So are her and I and, and he and I, but I didn't never see them like talking back and forth or, you know, making any really comments that would suggest anything like that. Um, 
according to her, it wasn't, they were dating, but it was like a weird kind of thing, and it was more like a, hey, you know, I was looking out, and then things kind of just happened type of thing, but still, y'all, can y'all imagine how I would feel if I actually smashed, and I know she smashed, and now we got a whole nother set of shit to talk about, and I mean, I guess it wouldn't be like, surprising or shocking if it like at some point in my life apparently soon because this just keeps being a revolving door that I do talk to one of my friends about another dude maybe and they actually talk to them and we both smashed the homie like I don't know y'all and I'm not I'm not really hung up on that it's just more of if my friend had feelings for somebody or has feelings for somebody or dated somebody and it was bad or whatever the case may be, I don't want no parts. I don't want no parts of that. I don't want no parts of him. I don't want no parts of her hurt or, you know, whatever went on. And I don't want to start no new chapters in that way with anybody. So I'm so glad because I really wasn't even going to mention that to her. And I'm so glad I did. But also very glad that there were no sparks chemistry, um, that the night didn't go the way that I anticipated or maybe thought it should have went because now I can really be like whoo thank you lord um and I can be done with him um because yeah no (laughs) I don't need none of those problems in my life and so uh, I just thought that was hilarious and I want y'all to know like I'm so glad that I have people to corroborate my stories and like because if y'all if y'all if I didn't have real people to do this y'all really would think I was lying the way that my love life looks and works and things are going and so um thank you girl for uh kicking it with me (laughs) about uh that situation and um I guess I'll just be dodging bullets all 2019 I just think it's really really funny because that y'all I don't even know I sincerely don't know um so that's the update on that so as far as a musician guy He's definitely out the picture now. Um, He was already out the picture, but he's like really out the picture now, y'all. So there's that. Um, What is going on in the world and politics and uh, whatever else y'all want to call it? So um, couldn't really decide what I wanted to talk, decide what I wanted to talk about the most. However, something definitely came across my Timeline, and I'm sure you all's timeline as well. And um, that is one scandal um, involving, let's see if I can say her name correctly, Lori Laughlin, who played uh, Aunt Becky on beloved show, The 80s Babies, and some of y'all 90s babies, where some of y'all 90s babies have watched the um, remake Fuller House, the original show. Full House. Um, She played Aunt Becky, who was married to Uncle Jesse. Um, And she and her rich-ass husband are involved in a college scandal in which them, along with 50-plus people, and apparently the number is growing, of these rich-ass, entitled-ass, privileged-ass people Um, So far, they all have been turning out to be Caucasian. I have not seen anything of the adverse who have been really um, paying their children's way into college, basically, Um, have been paying officials uh, of the ACT, SAT boards, have been paying officials 
um, of the colleges and the sports programs and all the things to essentially just let their children in school um, based on here's some money, not on their merit. And so what has been coming out or what has come out was Lori Loughlin and her rich ass husband, uh, Massimo is his last name. And I believe he's a clothing designer because I believe they sold some of his uh, clothing in Target. I think I used to purchase it, although it was pretty, the plus size version was pretty trash. Like the pants were never long enough. It was all bad, y'all. Um, but it was her husband, so they have money. And this is what they've been doing with their money, uh, bribing college officials to the point where, y'all, which I, I just couldn't believe this really, but it's the truth. Um, they went as far as to some of these parents um, as to Photoshop. <laughs> um, their kids doing things to look like they belonged in the school. So, for example, they would be looking at their transcripts like, oh, your kid. And these are, you know, top schools they've been bribing, you know, Yale and all the, the whatnot and uh, USC and all these schools, y'all, they've been bribing. So, of course, like, I'm not saying you can't fudge high school grades. You can do whatever, but maybe that's a little more noticeable because on a high school level, you know, you got other parents that's going to be like, "Uh uh-uh, I know her daughter. Her grades was trash. My daughter is in such and such class with her daughter, and she knows she get Ds, but, you know, on the collegiate level, once you leave all these people you went to school with, (laughs) you know, for the most part, you can kind of do whatever. So they needed a way to... uh, convince or make it look plausible why they were there y'all some of these parents were photoshopping their children's children doing athletic things or being a part of things like literally photoshopping their kids faces on other people's bodies for um like swimmers or uh golf or whatever sport and literally photoshopping their children making it look like they had a successful high school career in sports in order to ramp them up to go to these schools and baby I have really been having a time dealing with this because the amount of people of color who have gone to jail who have been fined who have just recently I saw a story and I don't have all the information so I'm not going to give partial information where a woman got arrested for using her brother's address for her children to go to a better school and the children were getting the grades so she's guilty of you know using the, the her brother's address so that her children can attend this school in this neighborhood or this type of academia that she wanted for her kids and they labeled it or what what is labeled is stealing an education I don't know what's stealing an education if photoshopping your child into sports and paying ACT SAT prep test people to rig your child's score if that is not stealing the education I don't fucking know what is and the fact that people are trying to act as if that's not the exact same thing or really worse in my opinion um, because at least the address is valid <laughs> and at least it's a family member and you can say well that's their uncle or you know they stay with him often and so this school is better you know something like that you are literally paying your child's way to get into 
collegiate schools. And I guess here's the part of it that burns me the most, I guess. The part of it that really, 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 really bothers me is imagine being black, person of color, all your life having to hear you have to be twice as smart, twice as good, twice as strong, twice as amazing as your white or other um, people of non-color counterpart to make it somewhere in life and then boom guess what they're not even smarter it's literally based on skin color literally no other merit but you have to be a million times better than your white counterpart solely because you are not white solely because your skin is not pale solely because you have dark skin you are literally being punished and have to work harder in life just because you are not caucasian and then finding out that the caucasian people i mean obviously they have a history of not working hard uh slavery um well working hard at making you work hard but other than that um not working hard themselves raising their own children or tending to their own fields literally because your skin is darker than theirs and somehow your melanin is less superior than their uh, sunburned, easily skin. I will never understand it. I'll never understand it. And and to to be told that your your whole life um, that you have to work harder as if they work harder, but it's really not a work ethic issue. It's a they go, they're going to get granted the things because they have the money that says they can and the skin color that says they can the privilege that says they can and I that burns my soul up it really does and I you know this is a a conversation for another episode and I was talking to my homegirl about um I saw a post about millennials and why they not having kids and so many reasons I could get into but I definitely want it to be a full episode um but that's one of the reasons why I am not in a rush to have nobody's kid because this world is so ugly it's so unfair I don't even like it here that much so for me to bring a little person uh who would have to be subjected to all the nasty, hateful, some of the things that we have to endure every single freaking day as a person of color, literally for just minding your business and being black? No thanks. I No thanks. I'm not really, really, really in a rush to do that. Um, and, and not sure if I ever will be. So I'm hoping Future Bay understands that or, you know, maybe they already have a family or maybe their kids are grown and they don't want to relive that. So that would be great. But if not, that's something that we're really going to have to discuss because this world and their ethics in it. And I'm not, you know, blind or, well, I'm not oblivious to the fact that this has been going on for years. Like, this is nothing new. People of privilege, people of non-color have been paying their way or doing bribes for their children to have better experiences based on money and not merit, based on status and not studiousm. Um, That's been going on for a long time. It's just really being brought to the light because this is a celebrity situation. And then I continue to like look into the story and it's hilarious because the daughter, um, of Laura uh, Laughlin or Lori Laughlin or however you pronounce her name um, and her husband Massimo 
uh, Olivia Jade is her name, or Jade Olivia, and she is, like, a YouTube influencer, so she does, like, I guess beauty videos, like most of these girls out here on YouTube, and she does, like, makeup tutorials, or she does, like, reviews, and she had lots and lots and lots of endorsements, and um, she is losing them one by one. People are dropping her, because here's the thing, I heard somebody uh, say this, I think I was listening to a radio interview or something, and the thing about it is a lot of people are like, well, the people of privilege, because the rest of us, we woke and we know. A lot of the people of privilege are like, oh, uh, poor kids, you know, that must be super embarrassing for them because, I, you know, the daughters dropped out of school or they supposedly like took a leave because they don't want to be bullied and yada, yada, yada. Um, okay. <laughs> um, here's the thing about that. These children were not oblivious to their parents, what they had done. I'm sure their parents coached them many times on um, what to say if somebody asked them why they're there or, you know, how did they get there? You know, any any questions that would look suspicious. I'm sure they got coached. You know why I'm sure or how I'm sure? Um, Because you get emails, you get text, you get uh, literature. So there's no way your parents are photoshopping you in sports and then all of a sudden you go to college and you in lacrosse and you never played lacrosse in your whole damn life. You're in rugby and never played rugby your whole damn life. And you're getting notifications and emails. So I know at some point you're getting something and you're going to your parents like, what is this? Or, you know, I, I got this email. Like, why am I in lacrosse? Never played lacrosse. Don't even know what that is. You know, and their parents are like, oh, you know, this is your way in. Or, you know, we had to kind of da 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 Y'all know what it is. Like, come on, fam. Like, let's not... Let's not act brand new. And so, at work yesterday... uh, Not yesterday, I'm sorry. Friday, I overheard some of the privilege um, talking about the situation. And um, they were saying... Oh, you know, John Stamos, who played Jesse on Full House... Um, oh, that's his friend. They've been friends for a long time. Talking about Lori Laughlin. Laughlin. Um, he's not going to let her go to jail. He's going to advocate for her. He he ought damn not. He ought damn mind his business and not advocate for her. Because that what you're saying is what she did is okay. And you could be, first, you know, damaging your career. And I understand if that's your friend, you know, I'll get you. Don't want to see them go down, but wrong is wrong and right is right. But y'all should have just heard the, the tears of the Caucasian, like the tears of the privilege at my job. Like people were sounding so concerned for her. And I'm like eavesdropping by default because I, I work in an open area. So I don't have an office. So it's like a cubicle situation where you're forced to listen to other people's conversations. That's the only thing. One of the only things I miss about my old job. Um, is having a door to close um, and not being forced to listen to other people's conversations. But yeah, um, they were really like, oh yeah, she. I hope she, you know, fights this or, you know, I hope she, you know, gets through this because she stands to lose everything. Okay, I don't see the problem. You should stand, you're going to stand to lose everything when you're doing undermined underhanded shit. Like at the end of the day, y'all putting sympathy cards out there for her like she did not, her and her husband were very aware of what they were doing along with whoever else the hell was in on it and all the other 
you know, people who were in on it. This is not something somebody pinned on them. This is not something that was made up. They actively did this and an investigation is going on. In fact, um, when the news broke, the daughter uh, or one of the daughters of uh, Lori and Massimo was on a yacht with some of the officials of the college in the Bahamas on spring break. What school do you know in general just picks a student and says, oh, hey, come on the yacht with us. We're, you know, it's spring break. We're going to have a great time. We're celebrating. You don't canoodle with your students in that way. Something clearly is up. The parents are clearly guilty. And the, the, so for, for, for those of y'all who feel sorry for her, um, keep that same energy with all the people of color who have been uh, fined and, and locked up and, and ridiculed and, and persecuted for using addresses um, that weren't theirs and getting like hard time. And not slaps on the wrist. Like, obviously, it's a little too early in the development. We don't know what's going to happen. They're still investigating um, what's going on and how many people were involved and who was involved. But it's about to be a lot of administration that goes down, a lot of teachers that go down, a lot of faculty that goes down, and a lot of these parents, these rich people. And I, I am glad that this has come to light. I don't know what the outcome is going to be of this, but I'm very grateful that it is out because people need to know like (laughs) even though this might not change much or anything or if at all because this again has been going on since the dawn of fucking time um your privilege can only take you so far like you think you winning but you're not it's going to catch up with you anytime you're doing underhanded you know what's done in the dark will always come to the light and that includes if you have money too if you pay your way through life eventually somebody is gonna you're gonna piss off somebody um you're gonna do something somebody gonna be mad at you or you're gonna cut off somebody's gravy train or what the fuck ever when you do stuff like that it's that's like a never-ending because you already wrong for doing it. You shouldn't even want to do that because you can have an agreement with somebody. And guess what? You can't really sign nothing because you don't want no paper trail. So you can't really be like, okay, now if I give you this 50000 to get my daughter in here, you got to promise you're not going to ask for no more money. Because like what, what agreement you going to draw up other than a verbal one? Because if you put that on paper, you definitely did at that point. Like you def, that's definitely career suicide because they always got that receipt to pull on your ass. So you could do that and they could come Come back, I don't know, months later, like, mm, that 50000 I kind of ran through that. If I could have an additional 50000 I mean, unless you want me to tell the feds. You feel me? So, that's never going to work out good for you. Like, um show I'm watching, I don't know if you guys are watching it, I don't know if I mentioned it yet, um, Good Girls. I caught up on it on Netflix, and it's about the three, it's like three housewives. They all have different situations going on, but they all need money. Like, they all have situations um going on uh well two housewives and one like divorcee or one like girl who she has a kid she still kind of deals with the father but they're not married but long story short there was one lady on that one of the episodes or a few of the episodes in which they had started this scheme um it was definitely a shady scheme but nobody questioned it nobody asked about it um until somebody got caught up and wasn't actually doing it so they had to pinpoint like who it was and once they did and they tried to let her go baby she let they ass have it she was like you know what 
You said you need to speak to corporate. Actually, I'll talk to corporate. Who is corporate? What's their number? Why are you Why are you at my house at nine o'clock at night trying to fire me? Like, and then exploited them for more money and kept exploit for large amounts of money. Okay, I'm talking about large amounts, and then. It took for them to come up with something on her or for her or like look out for her for her to stop doing that to them. So my point is that situation is never going to work out. It's never going to turn out good. So you might as well just cut the shits. Let your kids earn their way, you know, or in, in general, just trying to pay your way through life or the payola situation. It's pretty trash. Um because it, not only does it make you look bad, it's bringing your family down, bringing your, you know, legacy down. Now your kids got to deal with it. The scandal is going to be forever, ever in a day. If your kids have kids, they're going to have to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, so now what do they do? Do they finish school? Are they going to be allowed to finish school? Do they have to, you know, be, go to another school? Like, it's, you really, because now none of the, whatever they've done up until this point is credible. So even if they did finish, it's going to be like, mm, are these grades real? Mm. And unfortunately, the bold part is they'll still get work. They'll still get And that's why I don't feel bad. They'll still get work based off of, you know, who they are based off their skin color. Nobody, the people are going to be more apt to give them breaks. Like, yeah, you know, that's kind of about what your mom did. Sorry, you know, that you had to kind of be a part of that. But, you know, we'll, we'll give you a we'll take a chance on you. Um, you know, basically like we'll look out for you really all of because of who they are. So that's why I really don't feel bad, but I definitely wouldn't want to be the parent that kind of put my kid through that type of embarrassment. If they're embarrassed at all, cause who fucking knows? And again, they may not be cause it's almost like, cause they probably got so many cars to pull. Like, you know what? Don't worry about it. You know, this is one snafu, but I know such and such, they are the owner of such and such and you know, you'll be fine and all these things. So it might be a temporary setback, but they'll they'll bounce back in some doggone way. Same way with like Martha Stewart child when she went down and all the things she was doing, whatever. Now she back in her and Snoop got a show. She's fine. Her brand is fine. She took a temporary setback. Uh, Paula Dean, she's being racist as fuck. She took a temporary setback, and as far as I know, she's still out here working. And that those are just a few examples. So. You know, <laughs> it's beyond me. Um, and I just thought that whole thing was crazy, but it is what it is. People going to do what they do when they feel like they can. They can get away with it and have been getting away with it. So it's kind of whack, but it's kind of a part of our society. And I'm just hoping maybe this brings and sheds light um, to the situation. And maybe people will maybe think twice. Maybe they won't. Um, that being said, y'all, that is really all I have for the day for this episode. I love y'all, all my listeners. Again, thank you so much for rocking with me. If you have any um, ideas, topics, things you want to talk about, questions, um, concerns, if you want advice, Tiffany Tuneup at gmail.com, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y. T-U-N-E-U-P at gmail.com. Um, I'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs>